and the pot nut soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. I don't fucking care about science. I hear what I hear, and what I hear is yawny or some. It's not even a word. If if I know it's if not your a word. Choices, if your choices are between Laurel, which is a name and a word in the dictionary, and gibberish, why do you think it's gibberish? This isn't the fucking SATs. That's this a, is that's a ridiculous rule to just throw at somebody too. What I hear is what I hear. I don't think it's Yanni, but if my choices are that and Laurel, it's definitely not fucking Laurel. Dan, can you throw up the clip really quick? That shit says Laurel. Laurel. Keep going. Laurel. All right. So what do you say, Dan? It's Laurel. Laurel? Clear how, how, how as do you say? day. That did sound like Laurel. Oh, yeah. See? But see, now I don't know if that's the same clip. because I feel 100% the same clip. I feel like people... Dan. It's telephone. It's the fucking it's the internet. internet. It's the it's internet telephone. It's the fucking telephone. internet, Dan. <laughs> One person could have a different clip than another person. Well, that's the same clip I played my roommate yesterday. He was like, uh, Yanny? And I was like, no. No, it's Laurel. And then he got mad at me because he thought I was messing so with So everybody him. just needs to dump the original file, repost it, and then everybody just listen to this, and then the world can agree that yeah, yeah, it's what, Laurel. what the one is actually going on. Yeah. I'll tell we, you the – sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. The uh, engineer in me, I think it's a frequency thing. It's bass versus treble. Yeah, I think Yanni there's definitely the operating the off of treble, and then um, Laurel is your I uh, don't bass. think – some people have been saying that it's – yeah, frequencies where – it's two clips layered on top of each other that I don't think that's true. No, no. It's it's how the bass is created off of saying one or how the treble is created off of saying the other. I think so that's... So, yeah, it could literally just be I will say the same clip. It's but this, yeah, Earlier this morning, exactly. I did hear Yanny, and it freaked me out. Like, I heard it once, and I was like, what the... It's like a magic eye. It reminds me of the magic eye things, where, like, at, at a certain point, if you try to see it, you can see it. You can hear it in a different yeah, way. That's right. what it reminds me of. For Laurel. sure. Laurel. Yanny. No, it's... Y- one, it's two, three. Laurel. Ready? Yanny. Laurel. 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 See? Laurel. <laughs> well, we figured it out. Yeah. So there you go, world. That's, You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of Pop Not Tune Soda. Tune to us next week as we break down the yeah. next internet phenomenon meme that is coming our way. Yeah, uh, we've got a fantastic episode for you today. We are going to be talking uh, the wide world of sports betting and what the future holds for that new industry. Get your consoles uh, ready. Fuck you, Vegas. Yeah. Uh, We're going to be talking the royal wedding and the Brits, our cousins across the pond and um, that shit show. Uh, We're going to be talking Solo, um, another shit show. And just how much of Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds and how much of Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and why this may be the most engrossed a person has ever been in a character. Yeah, 100%. Like 100, like, he's, he's taken method to the meta level. Definitely. Meta method. Um, Damn, Brian. Good one. But like first. The M&M technique. The uh, M&M technique. As the right? pros call it. <laughs> But first, the internet remains undefeated. Yes. Today there was a vote uh, in the House, in the Senate that has maybe saved net neutrality. Fingers crossed. Probably won't happen. Right. 
Let's go the house. And we're ta- and we're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah. It could very well get canceled by the I'm, weekend. I'm, so yeah. I'm just, <laughs> it just it just takes Trump's signature. Yeah. Yeah. We have a small vetoed. glimmer of We that. are hoping that the progress is moving in the right direction though. This whole Laurel Yanni thing today has just taken over. I think this is actually worse than the blue dress. Yeah, I agree. Which the dress was black and blue, not white and gold. You heathens. And you see colors, Dan? The other Dan, thing yeah, that's racist, Dan. is, speaking of racism, the internet remains undefeated in outing just terrible bigots. Yeah, and like, what I would say is not, as weird as it sounds too, not terrible, but terrible bigots. Because we know the terrible bigots. We can identify them because they are very, very proud and making, you know, just ridiculous speeches and things like that. These bigots that we're finding out about now are like the casual consumer bigots that I think are way more dangerous when it comes to day in and day out they're interaction. The sa- they're the Safeway bigots. Yes, 100%. They're not brand name. 100%. They're, 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 okay, they're the store brand. Yeah, they put on their normal clothes, but then there's like the loud bigot, okay. you know. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen, there's been a few videos that have now become – a lot of memes. There is a uh, barbecue Becky, mm. uh, mm-hmm. which a woman in Oakland w- spent two hours plus on the phone waiting for police to arrive because she was upset that two black men were having a barbecue in a park where they were designated to have barbecues. Yes, but the charcoal, you just can't have charcoal. Even though they can have charcoal there, the city clarified. But you just can't later. have the charcoal. But she, you know, you got to call the cops for that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Because that made sense. And uh, today, uh, another video circling the internet included a white man berating a manager at a market in Manhattan because his employee was speaking Spanish to customers. And he went on a tirade saying that he was going to call ICE. Saying that <laughs> at first, I thought he said ISIS. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> wow, that's a very, a, uh, I mean, very, very interesting strategy. approach if to this. If you know right. how to call ISIS, you may want to let other people know. Like you got the <laughs> trend line, and he made some comments about his country, and you should all speak. Oh, English. his country. And he said my country. Okay, okay. That he pays for their welfare, and then you know if they're speaking Spanish, they're probably illegals, and that's why he was going to call ICE. And uh, within. An hour of this going viral, uh, Sean King, who is a columnist for the, um, the New Yorker, I think, and um, or the New York Times, he uh, has a pretty big following. He's a, he's a pretty oh, big activist. He is, yeah. He's he's the sniper. He's, yeah. He's death. You if know, you are a racist. He just retweeted the video with with some stills of of the gentleman asking if anybody knows him could you let me know because i have some questions i'd like to ask him and within 15 minutes the internet had this dude identified and they found out that he was a lawyer in manhattan named uh aaron schlossberg Mm. or something rather who christian likes to say no uh, catholic he's jewish oh but he he also jewish lawyer in manhattan once this came out somebody found another video of him Yelling at people that they're not real Jews with neo Nazis. So we'll see. Oh, how he much. was he was on the neo Nazi yeah. side. Because that made sense. So this guy is becoming a more interesting character as yeah. we as we stumble um, upon him. And what happened is all of his online profiles and his uh, law firms. Yelp reviews and Google reviews. Let me guess. They spiked in. Uh... Oh, man. <laughs> I think his Google reviews were about like five or six, and they were all five stars or something like that. And uh, as of today, so less than like eight, 10 hours, they're over 3,300, and it's a one-star average. And then you should look, as you're listening to this on Monday, look it up yeah, now. Because I'm sure this thing's going to catch fire over the weekend, and he is... Oh, he's done. He's done. But the internet he is, is undefeated. Like if you if you do something like this and you're caught on camera, the internet community will will make sure that you don't that you pay the price. Yeah. And I mean this is this is the thing. We've been talking about this. We've been on the air for what, four years now? Mm-hmm. This is not something new. We have discussed this for years on yeah, for, our show. For two I of mean, us, there's a line that like, we don't cross. The the third member of our group sometimes. We, we, <laughs> Just kind of 
He's, Short he's looking away right now. He's, he's looking sitting away right, right here. Yeah. I'm going to insult the man in his face. <laughs> but this isn't something new. I mean, this happens all the time. And what we were talking about, too, with what's, what's ironic about this whole thing is, like, I remember going to high school back in the day. And, you know, you read 1984. And they talk to you about the surveillance state. And at some point, the government's going to step in. The government's going to have cameras everywhere. You know, you're not going to be able to do anything without having a camera on you. Never in my life did I think the surveillance state would actually turn over and it would be civilian-based, right. which is what has happened yeah. now, which is completely what has happened now. And I mean, this is something that has existed for like four or five years now. Don't be a dickhead out in public because there are going to be multiple cameras on you. And I just don't get how... You know what it is, honestly, is for the most part, I think it's older individuals who don't understand a the grasp power, of the impact. Right. Yep. That don't understand the power of something going viral. Like they don't, they can't comprehend that something as simple as an interaction can lead to, you know, their lives ruined. And I truly, right? and I truly think that it's like a mental kind of thing where you still think the world exists physically. You know, you, you call somebody up or you see somebody in person, you share the story that way. The internet is its own digital monster. And this thing snowballs in so many different ways where, yeah, like what you're saying is, I don't think, I think it's a generational thing where people are like, well, if I physically didn't talk to somebody about the story, they don't know about the story. And it's like, no, 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 that's not how the world works anymore. Well, like, the craziest part to me, just real quick, is just the, the randomness of it. Right, because obviously there are a t thousands, if not you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of clips of bad shit happening, but it's only a select few that actually like catch fire and mm -hmm. get spread to you know viral, however you want to define that, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's the most interesting part to me is just what is the perfect storm that creates you know, the the interest and the fervor around these specific instances over another, like over, you know, a black kid getting shot by cops versus a white woman calling the cops for two guys having a barbecue. Right? Yeah, and I think I think easily people will say sensitivity. It's not sensitive, sensitivity. It's awareness. At, at one, one crucial component to this is people are aware of this stuff way more than they've ever been before. I mean, you're, you're having access to it. Dan, you, you tweet me all, I mean, you text message me all the time with videos where I'm like, I would have never found out about this thing until like six months later. Yet somehow this internet works to, I'm updated even if it's, even if I don't care about it. I mean, it's shoved down my throat, even if I don't care about it. And I think that that's the medium that a lot of people need to realize is that's what it is these days. Well, the thing is just, <laughs> just think about how many of these interactions, if we take like this Aaron Sloshbird or... Uh, Barbecue Becky, who, by the way, What's is his a, name? Uh, Aaron Schlossberg. New York? Manhattan? Yeah. Manhattan Mid-Manhattan. Okay. Eric Schlossberg. Schlossberg. Manhattan. Manhattan. Yes. Remember that. Uh, and then- um, One star. I don't, I don't know Barbecue Becky's uh, real name uh, because that's just what she's been labeled as. But we did do some memes. internet research or somebody did, right? Stanford professor <laughs> and she's a doctor. Hey, yo. At least some, she was. In some area of study- and what, you know what happens is? is you get caught in a situation Park like rules this. rules and regulations. Oh, probably. <laughs> you get caught in a situation like this, and that's your career. That's your livelihood. That's your reputation. And I think it's 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 uh, crowd justice is what I think it is. Yeah. Is you put your – you put something out into the world, and the world is going to judge you back for it. And I think if you just think about without mobile phones and recording devices, how many of these you know situations have happened – that haven't been captured. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, an interesting thing too, is I think a lot of, you know, maybe some listeners are thinking about this going like, well, Hey, like, you know, this conveniently works in a realm too, where, I mean, it's strategically filmed and things like that too, where people are probably listening to this right now going like, Hey, I've seen another side of things with this. But when you think about it too, I want to know what is the privacy that you have when you do these things out in public? Because oh, yeah. they've always they've always said too is like you know I sign on for a job I do freelance work all the time and it, it's very 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 clear don't post anything on social media don't do this don't do that but I think the real real debatable thing right now is social media because 
yeah, I don't post this, but then if somebody else posts this and I'm looking like a dickhead via social media, what are the ramifications on my real world job? Which has clearly happened a lot in the last few years, which I think is like, hey, ring the bell, guys. Social media, even if you aren't posting it, somebody else can post it. You're still responsible for your yeah. acts on camera. And I, I think, you, but I think it's not even your acts on camera. You're just more responsible for yourself out in the world. Yeah. Because at any point, if you're being a a bigot, if you're being rude, if you're being misogynistic, and that gets told on camera, that now becomes part of your reputation. The whole thing it's is your social resume. Yeah. And the whole thing is, too, at the end of the day is, I mean, we were talking about this before, but I think we have some tips on how to not become an infamous internet celebrity. Because we've seen this happen. We've covered this for multiple years. Dan, what's like one tip that you have for somebody to not become an infamous? Number one, uh, don't be racist. Good job. That's my tip. Don't be racist. Good job. Brian, how about you? Uh, My tip is pretty simple. If someone is recording you, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Good job. And that's not, you know, it. You know, 10 years ago, it wasn't a, a big camera like news crew or anything. If somebody's shoving a cell phone up to your face and it's not the angle that they're taking a selfie, clearly something's going on. <laughs> yeah, you're being recorded and that does not go away. And it is not So worth- choose what you do very wisely yeah and i'll take the opposite approach on this actually i thought about this before and i mean it always got people in trouble back in the day but if you're gonna be an asshole send it through email <laughs> because i mean it's protected brett's it's tip company is, protected brett's tip is don't go outside yeah right. i mean but i mean at, at some point if yeah i mean they can't share the emails out if you're sending i, I mean things like I that i don't know i'm just trying bro. to think about yeah, it but exa- yes you can yeah it's, uh, you totally can yeah so uh number four my tip is if you are going to be a racist asshole don't put online where you work your affiliations to any professional networks or where you went to school because it makes it really easy for people to track you down yeah well those are i mean actually do so we can find you. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we want to find true, those ones. True, Yeah, yeah, true. They're not, yeah, they're not listening to this one, but. Um, another word of advice from the PNS crew, also Pop Nut Soda. <laughs> uh, never utter the phrase, do you know who I am? <laughs> or do you know who my father is? Because that automatically just puts you into a category that nobody likes. Well, you only get to do that if your last name is Malfoy, and even he doesn't get to do that. I mean, maybe if your last name's Trump, yeah, then you could probably get away with it, right? It 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 never ends well, though. When you think about it, too, you're you're instigating somebody to do research on you. That never tends to go well Google via the internet. <laughs> so Google me, Chuck. So. Yeah, so that's that's our pop not soda top five tips on how not to be an infamous internet. Uh, asshole. Yeah. Uh, so just just, just remember the the key rules too. You know, if you see someone sleeping in a study lounge, don't call the cops. If you see someone barbecuing, don't call the cops. If you see someone renovating a house that you do not own, don't call the cops. If it doesn't jeopardize your personal safety in a public setting, don't call the cops. People leaving an Airbnb don't wave to you. Don't call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, kind of fun yeah. Dad, you actually. may laugh at these, but these are all things that. Black people in this country have been called the cops on for in the past week. Or bachelors at Palm Springs in the last year because <laughs> we, we dealt with that oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit over there. Um, that we was didn't that, wave that, goodbye. That, yeah, we didn't wave yeah. goodbye, and we got real we shit on wave. for that one. Um, Dan, that's your fault. I'm uh, you know who won't be – you know who will be doing a lot of waving <laughs> in her future? That's a pretty wave right there. Is uh, the new, the new soon-to-be princess. Is that going right? to be her official title? I she think is a princess. She's g- Prince Harry. I could actually see them so, putting the new soon-to-be princess as her official title. Does she not get to be Princess Megan? She do, so that's like so is the same with Princess Di. Yeah, because she didn't come from royalty. 
they get they make up this like fucking elaborate Prin- ridiculous Princess title. Diana of Wales. But, be, yeah, just to make it easy for people because like technically she is you know married to the prince. Yeah, uh, that's what they call him. So she will be I think Princess Megan, but she'll have like this outrageous like technical title. You see, if you don't know what we're talking about, I don't know where you've been, but Meghan Markle is an American-born actress uh, who is most famous for starring in Brett's favorite USA drama suits. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm all caught up. I did just see her in Horrible Bosses oh. uh, Wait, over what? the weekend. She's, She's in that? Horrible Bosses? She is. She plays a UPS delivery person and uh, is in the very beginning of the movie and delivers a package to um, Jason, uh, Jason Sudeikis. That's how oh. she should have sold her entire like eligibility for being the wife is to the queen. It's just well, like, I don't I don't know if you if you know me, but I have played the UPS. Well, do you know what she started as? Bosses. No. She started as a model and a deal or no deal yeah. briefcase. Oh, the suitcase or the briefcase, yeah. yeah. It's not a suitcase. She's opened a briefcase or two in her life. Damn. Uh, but I think Humble it's roots right there. You know, yeah. the the wedding is whatever, right? It's going to be huge and pompous and all this shit, but to me it's just fucking crazy that the royal family is letting this go down. <laughs> In all honesty. But you don't think that they should let her marry Prince Henry? Is it Prince Henry? William's married to Kate, right? So this is Henry. This is Prince Harry. Harry. Sorry, Prince Henry is the one that killed a bunch of people, right? King Henry? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Prince Harry. Yeah. yeah. You're pretty caught up on the British royalty right here. I'm pretty impressed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so no. I... Fuck King George, by the way. Fuck King George. <laughs> no, he can marry whoever the fuck he wants. But just that's not, not what I'm Markle. saying. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is I can't believe the royal family is allowing this marriage to go down. Yeah. Uh, number one, she's American. Number two, Say she's it. an actress. Oh. Like, is fornicating with men not what on I TV. You were say. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> uh, we know what you're talking and then, about. And though. then she's just like you know, just a regular person. Right. Yeah, but isn't that like the dream? Isn't that like every little girl's dream when if she's not born in the royalty is to someday marry a prince? Yeah. I mean, what, Disney's been selling that shit for eighty years. About the royal family, dude. This is like the. I mean, it's like the last remaining lineage of the old world, right? I mean, yeah. I it is. Monarchies don't exist in popular america anymore well, I, no, I feel yeah, like this is, this like is the most the, recognizable right. type of thing like this may happen in the in the middle east we don't know about. like it, it's one of these things where i, I feel like it's not popularized sure but it's not this type of family like, other yeah. than the pope i don't think there is a person more revered on this earth than queen elizabeth yeah like you know in her own country yeah. right politically revered well i mean not just personally. like <laughs> i mean just in general Right, like that's just how you're raised. Uh, well, I, you know, I don't fucking know this, but I would assume that's I mean, how you're God-like. raised. Like, it's God-like. yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's the fucking queen. You respect the queen no matter what in the royal family, right? Yep. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be a big, uh, a big event. It's pre- it's been pretty interesting reading about Meghan Markle's family and like the shit show and. Uh, yeah, her family the, the drama. sucks. She's like a real life Cinderella. Yeah, where she's got like half and step siblings that are just. Hey, I mean, I mean, terrible it's, it's a people. taste of America. It it's really a is. taste of America. Get this: what is the most American part about this whole situation? I fucking love it. Uh, hopefully, he's okay though. Um, the her dad. Dad. <laughs> her dad is you know pretty heavy set guy. Um, he's been like I think he's been working out a lot recently too um, for this wedding because um, he was invited, and you know. Which was debatable. They right. didn't even know if right. that was going to happen, which is right. crazy to think that you're not inviting the dad of the wife to the wedding. Yeah, exactly. Um, and <laughs> he's you know, alive. <laughs> yeah, he is alive. And America being what it is, of course, he's being followed around by paparazzi. And uh, he ends up having like a heart attack or some sort of heart issues. And so he has heart surgery this week, and he's not going to be able to go to the wedding now. Uh, <laughs> but no, he may come. It's going to be okay. like a well, game it, time well, decision. Whatever, no matter what. I just think that that is like the most American thing ever that this dude, you know, I hope is like wolfing down ultimate cheeseburgers uh, the week of his daughter's wedding and then just has like a fucking 
heart stoppage and he can't go because <laughs> he's too fucking fat. So, so this is like the one thing that, that it, it scares me. And like the one thing that I always thought about was back in the day is like, it's got to be cool to be a celebrity. It has to be cool. You go around, people recognize you, people give you praise, even for shit you didn't do. They wrote it for you. You saved the building burning down in a movie. You know, why is anybody rooting for Bruce Willis or anything like that? But when you think about like Meghan Markle and everything like that, like the idea of Meghan Markle going over and marrying Princess Harry. Princess Harry? I'm sorry. Prince Prince Harry. Harry. It's crazy. It's it's crazy to me. No, yeah. I it and you know what? I think what makes this so special is that it's so rare. Like we get yeah. two of these royal weddings like in the past like forty years. Yeah. And what I was going with that too is like you always want to be a celebrity. I just got married last year. <laughs> the most stressful event of my entire life, and I probably did like ten percent of that day. Ten percent of that day. I can't imagine having paparazzi latched onto that day and then going like, hey, what's going on? How's your dad doing? Is he doing, is he going to make it? Blah, blah, blah. Like how much this is. Well, it's also the fact that the entire world. The entire is gonna world watch is watching this thing. That's yeah. crazy How, how did me. you feel when you had like a uh, hundred people watching you at your wedding, bro? That's, that's what I'm saying is like the, what is it? It's multiplied by like a billion. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did it feel? How did it feel? Like, did you have any like, family drama like uh some you couldn't sit some people next to some people we, we you know we i mean we you don't have to name specifics we, but like we navigated it appropriately planning a we regular bring it up planning a regular wedding when you're dealing with family is stressful enough yes and you do find out i think when you're planning a wedding um who the which family members really think that they deserve more than they actually deserve and how do you like realistically and i'm i'm sorry markle family but how do you like treat markle family with the same respect and not make that like blatantly obvious well, that you're treating the queen and the royal family yeah. a little differently than you're treating the markle it's family over there that like they love it's easy, her you mother. don't invite them yeah well but they love her mother <laughs> but she has like a couple step siblings one who's in and out of jail who wrote a letter that the uk some some tabloid in the uk published. are they frowning on step siblings no, no, they're half siblings. Or but half siblings, or whatever. They're, so they're all from the the dad's first marriage. No, 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 wait, wait. Okay. But no, they're just abusing her in in the press. It looks like because the brother yeah, wrote a letter to Prince Harry saying the worst mistake you can do is by marrying Maiden. William. No, Prince Harry. No, Maiden Markle's Maiden's half brother wrote a letter. Oh. That, yeah, published in a tabloid in the UK saying the worst thing you can do is by marrying Maiden. And then he wrote a second letter begging to be invited to the wedding. Her half-sister yeah. half has been complaining about how she deserves to have so much more and how Maiden doesn't deserve to be a princess and everything to the press. Yeah. like They're just getting press time. There is Maiden's uh, ex-sister-in-law. So the, guy that, so the woman that was married to her half-brother and her sons are doing pre-wedding coverage on some morning show in the UK because they they're now going by Markle as the last name, yeah. <coughs> even though they're they're been Not divorced. Invited. So what I'm saying is like her family is the quintessential somebody's making it. We all are trying to cash in, and the father said that the drama that his his children have created is or is the reason why he's had a heart attack he feels bad for Maiden. i mean i almost respect that though because that's like that's that's trying to make do with what you are given and then it actually seems pretty equitable with what the royal family is too is just like a large piece of shit family that doesn't act responsibly i mean like we, we're talking about stepbrothers do you think any of charles charles's like out of wedlock kids are going to show up there with that underbridge troll camille yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I yeah. mean, like, so the fuck, like, why do they give a shit about anybody? Well, it's just like they haven't, the like, seen Megan in, like, 20 years. Now they want to be invited. Yeah. Ex- well, who gives a shit? Yeah. Really. I, I guarantee you a lot of kids haven't seen Charles ever. And, you know, this will be their first time, if any. So, yeah, but yeah, they're this... royal blood, though. That's different. So. I mean, not, not with Camille. No, not with Camille. But, uh, but this did, you know, get me thinking about just weddings in general. And uh, I know I've definitely been to a few weddings in my in my time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just wondering, you know, what's, like, the craziest wedding moment that uh, that we've had 
as individuals. Uh, I, I won't say one because I'll save it for Brett, who just ran to the bathroom and we're just kind of nobody knows it's a podcast. Oh, that's true. They can't see us. Huh? So uh, my story uh, w- doesn't involve anybody like uh, in the wedding per se, like a uh, a groom or a, a bride. But I was in Costa Rica for a wedding, uh, and at this resort, it was on the beach. Um, but on this beach, there was just fucking like jellyfish everywhere, and this uh, <laughs> this poor girl. Uh, Ends up getting stung by a jellyfish, like bad. Did you pee on it? Uh, yes, of course. Okay. Um, so you know, came to the rescue, and uh, so yeah, so her foot's fucked up. Uh, so at this place that we're staying at, they had like weddings every day. Uh, so I was, we were there prior to the wedding. So this was like the day before the wedding that we were going to happen. Um, and so we're just hanging out and to get to like where they held the ceremony, you like had to walk through the resort where like all the pools and bars are to get down to the beach. And so we see this girl in a full on walking boot, uh, coming down the stairs, uh, you know, like in her bridesmaid's dress and one shoe on, and then the other one with a boot and just felt so bad for, um, like didn't have any help either. She was just like by herself, uh, the way that, you know, people are like walking out for the wedding. And, um, yeah, that's unfortunate being stung by a jellyfish at a wedding. Damn. That is rough. That is rough. Brett, what's your crazy wedding story? Crazy wedding story. So I I I saved the, the good one for you. Oh, I don't remember. Nate's wedding. Oh my God. (laughs) Nate's wedding. Yes. Okay. So, (laughs) Yeah, so actually, so I, I have a bonus one too. But uh, the best one that we have was uh, we went to a bachelor party a few years ago, our buddy Nate, and uh, we're going to this wedding. It's the day of the wedding. The most amazing venue I have ever seen in my life when it comes to like literally like it's at a home. This is the mansion that they like. When you yeah, hear right? about when you hear the about Woody a wedding, yeah, compound. When, yeah, when you hear about a home, you're like, okay, you know, this is probably, you know, they're probably cutting costs at a certain, you know, or or whatever. We go to this thing and it's like, who owns this home? And it's like, oh no, the family owns the home. What? Okay, so then we go out there or whatever. Amazing wedding and everything, but before the wedding goes on, we see some girl just storm out, completely storm out or whatever. And a couple people recognize her as the maid of honor. And uh, people are kind of like, that's the maid of honor. Did she, did she need a drink or what, what's going on or whatever? Oh, no, she left. She left the wedding. Um, apparently, the bride had a talk with the maid of honor, said, hey, listen, um, you're not behaving appropriately. This is my day. And no joke, the bride is the coolest most casual real person ever so we totally are like <clears throat> oh yeah uh immediately she's a fucking idiot this other person and storms off kicks the <laughs> kicks the bait of honor out and the this is like accordingly Probably, five minutes before the ceremony started yeah full on um and no previous maid of honor swept in uh swooped in another one and wedding went off without a hitch I actually think going to that wedding too. I actually think that wedding that wedding was perfect. Yeah. And had anything else happened, I think that wedding might not have been perfect. So I think Shannon made the or Shannon made the good call at that point. I have another wedding story too, real quick. Is uh, we went to a wedding. The best man, who is already a little bit of like, it's kind of the best man where you're like, dude, I get that he's your best friend. But he's the is he the responsible best man to have mm. on your day that you have invested twenty plus mm. thousand dollars you know to do this type of thing or however mu- however much money you're spending, best man. Find during the wedding and everything like that. The reception comes where all the speeches are supposed to happen. We can't find the best man. <laughs> you cannot find the best man. <laughs> cannot find the best man. Uh, somebody goes to open the elevator to go back up to their hotel room on the second floor. The best man is laying against the hotel room with puke on oh, his suit, no. passed out because he already got shit faced during cocktail hour. Mm. No, so that's another best man. 
and that's when you kind of go like best man nah bro <laughs> no no that's not good at yeah all. how about no. you dan you know i don't have any crazy wedding stories really yeah you know i've only been to get some friends i've only been to like i would say less than 10 yeah. weddings so far I feel like you all have been to many more. Such I'll so, tell you that like, you're so much older than I am. So one of the crazy weddings, means, I, one yeah, of the crazy, like, us more. like this sounds. And Dan, you're probably more privy to this too, because I think you're a little more progressive, you know. Than I mean, thanks. He motioned. You <laughs> he motioned at Brian. You all can't see that, but well, when I'm he not was saying it like that. No, I'm not saying it like that. Brian <laughs> no, and I are a couple of years older than you. Brian and I are a couple of years older than you. But the one of the craziest weddings I was years older. Okay, but one of the craziest—that is a substantial amount of time it when is. it comes to growing it is. up it is. and sure. everything that's progressed. So, like, I remember one of the craziest things I saw was a uh, female was on the male side as a she oh, was a lesbian, but she cool. was the she was one of the male. I mean, basically the male best friends, and I was like, "Damn, man, that's kind I mean, of I don't like." Even need to be she, yeah, did she have to be a lesbian? <laughs> no, no, she but I mean, been a good no, we did it, we did it, yeah, we yeah, did, yeah. It was yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. things where I'm like, "Damn, man, that's a cool that's sign of the yeah. times." Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a couple mixed uh, gendered parties. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have taught because weddings can can ultimately be a shit show. Let, let's be honest. I, sure. I will say there was one wedding that we went to. Where um, we uh, we were all drinking double margaritas because you know, it was an open bar and that's what they had. They were served. That was like one of their cocktails for the yeah double margaritas. It's a so they were foolish decision. Adding you know tequila and everything. Double and margarita. everybody was like you know just need doubles because so you have less trips to the bar. Sure. Well, we didn't know that the tequila mitts that had been like purchased for the wedding, the bartenders did not know that it was not tequila mitts, that they were pre-made margaritas. Ooh. Oh, that's, so, a, that's a horse of a different color right there. Yeah. When you're like, oh, the like talking quadruple to the bride, margaritas. you're like, oh, I've had like eight double margaritas. What do you mean double margaritas? Well, yeah. You know, we ask and they throw two shots and they're like, oh, no wonder everyone's wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We exponentiated the situation yeah. very quickly. <laughs> um, but I think another shit show we may have at the bots office this past mm. weekend or this upcoming weekend is Solo, a Star Wars story. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on this because we have not seen it yet. Uh, nobody has. But I'm worried. I don't think Donald Glover as Lando can save it. Um, and if it's any annotation, Rotten Tomatoes has not been that kind. Now, you're not doubting Donald Glover being the saving grace no. of this show. But you don't think that part. he is worth it he, to I carry don't think the, he's in the, movie the shitty enough. movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. When you bring in a director like halfway through Ron. or three quarters of the way through, however far they were into filming... That's never a good sign. No. It's never going to be good. And even if you brought in Ron Howard or fucking James Cameron, like, I don't think it would matter at that point. You're just too far gone. No, I feel like what Ryan, what Ron Howard has become the last few years has been a treatment writer. Or, I mean, a treat, treatment director where Angels and Demons, Da Vinci Code, and things like that. The script is already in his hands, and then he's just kind of going like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll direct a movie. That's exactly what happened with this type yep. of thing. Is like, I have no say artistic. You, let me pick it up. I'll finish this completion. And that's pretty much what like the reviews have been uh saying that have come out. And and like for me, they lifted the you know, the review thing early yeah. and I'm like, Oh, it's gotta <laughs> so be it's good gotta be then. Good, yeah. Right. They wouldn't do this if it's mediocre and it's apparently real mediocre. Uh but yeah, everyone's saying like the visuals look great, the action's great, but like who cares? Yeah. It's Han Solo. We know who Han Solo is, we know who Chewbacca is. Like, let's get something fresh. Do you think it? Do you think it's? And I know we're debating. We haven't seen this yet. But do you think it is the story itself, or do you think it's the actor? I got a real problem with the, the actor. actor. I think it's both. Honestly, okay. yeah, he just doesn't. He doesn't sell it for me. Because it's like, and this is why I don't particularly like to watch movies that are based on real events. Because I fucking know it's going to happen. Hey, is Han Solo going to die? Wait, did you of just course say based not. on real events? Oh, no. You're not saying this is based on real events. You think... Oh, my bad. Based on yeah. can't. Yeah. So movies that yeah. are based on real events, I don't necessarily enjoy watching those because I know it's going to happen. And much like with um, prequels, we know what's going to happen, yep. right? He's going to do the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. There's no drama there, yeah. right? We know he's going to survive. He's not going to die. We know Chewie's going to survive. We know Lando's going to survive. Right, so it's all these just ancillary characters that you know are up in the air, and it's like who cares? Right? To be fair, Road One, you you know, 
It's the same type of deal where you. But it wasn't dedicated to a character. True. Like True. it right. didn't evolve around. It's characters that like we've never was, seen before. Yeah. That yeah. is the other thing, right? Yeah. Like uh, like I, uns- it's it's ensemble versus like like it's like rat race compared to yeah like watching a one person like with the Star Wars um canon it's tough like you didn't say like their animated show Rebels was all about like the time in between the prequels and uh, the original trilogy multiple characters and they had they had two Jedi's in it well we know that this isn't gonna fucking last because we know that Luke Skywalker is the last je- you know the last Jedi when that happens him and Obi Wan. All the other Jedi's are dead, so we knew at some point in this series they're gonna die. So yeah, I get when you're saying you know the conclusion is already foreseen. It kind of takes away from the, as you talked about it last week with Marvel movies, the weight of yeah. the storytelling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do we see Greedo? Is Greedo in it? You think? I hope so. Because I, I, I haven't I, seen yeah. him in the trailer, but right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm down for some good fans. Like, I have a feeling Greedo like a is Western. like a good guy, like a protagonist, and then at some point he turns. Mm-hmm. If they introduce him in it, at some point he either turns. We all know or that something. Han shot first, though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Han for shot sure. first for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna head to break. Uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk sports betting. We're gonna talk about how much Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, and how I just. I don't see a difference anymore. Yeah, and we went a little long on the first segment. Sorry about that. But we are going to come back. Uh, crack oh, you're that, welcome. Yeah, crack yeah. that uh, fourth or fifth beer now because I think we're about that point. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the flip side. Oh, just Ted stand it if you just want to waterfall all the way through. Damn. I'm inviting you to my next wedding. Hopefully not my next wedding. I always feel like when I place a bet on a team that I actually am rooting for, I curse them. Mm. The jinx? Like, yeah, 90% of the time. It never works out. So don't vote. Or vote, you're just or, bad yeah. at no, no, no. on sports. When I bet on teams that I don't have any rooting interest in like and do you parlays, do better? I do yeah. way better. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I was. I used to place a bet on the Chargers every year. <laughs> I did, too. Uh, to win the Super Bowl and to win the AFC. Yeah, I did the Super Bowl. And I just got tired of well, you throwing know, my money You know that uh, the Chargers are everyone's favorites to win the AFC West this year. Are they really? Yes. Damn. Do you watch the games that you bet on? Yeah. You do. Uh, I think yeah. that's like I think that's a fifty fifty. I don't. It depends. Like I do not. It depends. Because like if I bet how, like a big parlay, yeah, it's true. like five baseball games. I'm gonna fucking I'm watch gonna all watch of five them. baseball games. I'll right. keep track on my phone. Okay. Your money maker though? You you watch that? Like the, uh, yeah, the thing so that like is going to give big, you money. So yeah, if I, if I place a big, which I've done, uh, if I place a big bet on a uh, you know like an NCAA March Madness game, then yeah, you bet your ass. I guess I guess that's that. a better question. Are you watching your money maker? Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I can't. I can't. What we're talking about is the federal government's decision, sports betting, to baby. legalize sports betting. And leave it up to the states to determine how they would like to allow it or if they still want to keep it illegal, which opens up a wide array of gambling future for the sporting industry. I think it's going to increase revenue. Uh, I think the leads, especially the NBA, uh, are very excited because they're definitely going to want to take a cut. I think there's a lot of hiccups because how does this influence, like, Brett, say you're playing for the Padres. Can you bet on your own team? No. Still, like, absolutely not. Yeah, because, I mean, the, there's, a, the there's now a hockey team in Vegas. But what if you're betting on betting your team on to win? But I don't, think they're, I don't think they're in Vegas. I think they're actually outside no, they're of Vegas. Vegas. Are they? Yeah. They're, right they're Las they're, Vegas. They're on the strip, bro. Yeah. Okay. Stadiums, yeah. yeah. On the strip. So can you arena. bet on that team? No, because it's illegal for a player, just like okay. Pete Rose. Okay. No, but, I mean, can a – can a consumer bet on that team yeah. in oh, that yeah. state? Yeah. They can't. Because yeah, yeah. okay. you're in Las Vegas. Right. Okay. You can bet on anything in Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Damn. So that's the question is, you know, if you're a GM, can you bet on your team? Uh, Yeah, sure. I mean, I know Floyd Mayweather does it. Yeah, he does bet on himself. Right. But would you only bet, like, I guess the rules that concern me is, like, are you only betting the win? 
Yeah, or you like uh, like that that stuff. that's what scares me is like is the only commitment to betting is that you're betting to win because or to if like you're cover, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like because that's what that's what scares me is right. like yeah you can manipulate you can US, test your yeah USD uh, whoever would ever ever go to that dumbass school got <laughs> in trouble for just people point like shaving, <laughs> right? Yes, the, the, their basketball players went to jail for point shaving. Yeah, yeah. my guy BJ Brandon Johnson. Yeah, he did no, lots he did of BJ's in jail. Yeah, and. The the difficult part, I think, is when it comes down to state regulation is how do you enforce it upon people who may be able to influence. Because it's racketeering at that point. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. The refs, of course, the refs 100% can't, right? No. No. But what if they're not refing that game? No. I still think any sort of affiliation within that professional sport, you're not allowed to bet. This is where the bookies sport. come in. Yeah. Is now that now that gambling has become legal for the citizens, the bookies come in for all the people that are trying all to do the, it. All on the, the real end. shitty yeah. people. Yep. Yep. I mean, my my personal viewpoint is that number one, California is definitely going to. There's too many sports teams. There's too much money to be made. We're in competition with the reservations too. I mean, when you think about that too, like any state well, that I is in competition. S- yeah. Can you not sports bet at no, the reservations? Only in Vegas. Only oh, in Vegas. really? Okay. Yeah. It's okay. only Nevada. Sorry about that. Um. But there has been online sites in which you've been able to place bets through. Right. There's been like loopholes and workarounds yeah. that people have figured Offshoring, out. Offshoring, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Big, what I think is going to happen is that uh, just everything's going to be app-related. Mm. So you're going to be watching a basketball game, and you can just make hundreds of prop bets or like a you know dozens of prop I'm bets. I'm kind of super down for like penny prop bets. Like, yeah. Because I think that's where they'll make their money too It's yep. just like penny slots. Where people don't think it's a lot of money, but it adds up. Exactly. Who's going to make the next shot? Kyrie Irving, you know, three to one. I'm going to oh, bet yeah. a nickel. Oh, dude, live. Who's going to? Who's going to? Right. What's going to be the lead at the end of the quarter? I'm going to go Cavs by four. Yeah, that's and then you 30, all just that's like you kind of pool like a chat room kind of thing it's, where yeah. it's like everybody exists in a chat room. They make their own bets. The house comes in. They say, "Hey, who well, wants to participate like in this kind of yeah, thing?" Like, yeah. Like uh, if you've ever Option seen the movie, betting. if you've ever seen yeah. the movie with Focus starring Will Smith, yes, and uh, all of the bets that they made, is right, that BD right. Wong again? It's it is it, it is, is BD Wong. Wong. Dude, he's always shady BD man Wong, these days. Fifty five, yeah, he's white rose, fucking man. dinosaurs, yeah. Um, all that is, I think that is where they make their money right. too. Runner pass next play, yeah. Yeah. 50 cents. Uh, incomplete or, you know, catch. Right. That's what I see it going The next as penalty, option offense betting. or defense. Yeah. Option betting like A or B. And then they can pretty much just regulate it right yeah. away. And just like that's it how it'll automate. You can automate it. And then at a certain point, like a couple years, then they can maybe go into like, hey, some dickhead has got a tier with this type of thing. They can start pitching bets or whatever or but anything like that I but i mean it's like, not bad for anything i think it, it'll help because you're gonna get taxed on all this the crazy oh, yeah. thing the crazy thing to me is like when when we talk about gambling is th- something i want to legitimately ask you guys is like i don't know many gamblers my age i i seriously don't brian i like i think like i think about my dad's age of gambling like 50 plus i know people that are legitimately gambling they they go through a bookie they do all the sorts of things like that but is that is gambling still popular in our yes. age range? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Are people still going different. down to Mexico to do it, or is that now yeah. that this comes down? Okay. Yeah. Now with we live in San Diego, so this Mexico was a little popular yeah. thing to go. It was back it in was. the day. Um, but yeah, no. Now with like you know cell phones and Venmo. Yeah. You PayPal. Can, yeah. Bitcoin. They're it's crypto. very it's, very convenient. It's very just, easy. Just wait till it gets into esports. Yeah. Just wait till you're betting right. on Ninja to win the Fortnite matchup. That's what's crazy yeah. to me. Is and like when it comes to like esports, like video and esports is a new thing, but like video game. Yeah. And that's already become a thing, but like gambling on video game things. I think that's well, becoming you can, popular. You can. You yeah. can because they hold those tournaments. In Vegas. Yeah, we have Vegas. esports teams. Yeah. I mean, and, already out there. I, and I think that's how you actually monetize esports leagues is through financing yeah. sports betting. The crazy thing to me is like with esports is like what happens when a server bunks out or anything like that? Do they just wash it? Or like what is the I think it's wash? Postponed. It's kind of like a rain out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Like there's obviously push. like you're yeah. venturing into a new territory where think, yeah, stuff's going to go wrong. Well, You're going to have to figure what? out how to compensate the betters via better things going than, wrong. Than 
our political leaders to lead us into the new forefront. A- yeah. Amen. You know who took a massive bet of, on themselves and, and won bid time? Who? Is, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Thank you, Brian. God. Oh, that guy, man. Just to think about where he has come from, a.k.a. two guys had grown a pizza place. Mm. Great show. To be very popular, being Van Wilder, yeah. being a heartthrob, to then laying what is one of the worst superhero movies ever. Yep. And like Green going Lantern. away for a couple oh, of years. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, and then being in Mar- uh, Wolverine Origins and playing. Which is probably, not probably, that is a worse movie than Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. in my opinion. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's a Deadpool iteration, too. And, and, it and it's terrible. It's yeah. awful. And, and they mute him. Yeah. Except for the uh, end credit scene. Yeah. Didn't know no, about I that, didn't you? That. Yeah, because that movie's so bad, everyone left before. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did. So, it, basically, if you don't know the story of how Deadpool got made, it's because somehow there was test footage shot, voiced by Ryan Reynolds. And that footage somehow got released to the public when Fox would not pick up the movie. Right. And the internet like we said at the top of the show, remains undefeated. Yeah. I mean, that footage was ridiculous, too, when you saw oh, that. It, that was, so it, awesome. it was different. It was something different for a comic book movie. Definitely. Like, we all... It was a refreshing take. I needed it, Dan. Yeah, I, I needed it. Everybody needed an R-rated superhero movie and they've been beating and a good wolverine one. yeah a good one and they've been beating yeah, spawn Wol- yeah and they've not been blade. beating wolverine to death and if you're not but they never go, went r they never went r they never went r they, they went r with logan yes but well, only logan because of deadpool but only Lo- because of deadpool, exactly. exactly because i mean when you think about it too like i wanted i wanted to see wolverine like tearing people apart yeah. but uh you couldn't get that in a pg-13 so yeah and and ryan reynolds he kind of took it on himself really to become Deadpool. Yeah. And one thing about Deadpool Does he get paid for this marketing? I mean, I I don't think so. I think to I a certain extent, does. but right. This is him loving his role. Yeah, this yeah. is him just literally embodying the character. He is Deadpool. He yeah. is Deadpool. Does he run it by a marketing before he posts this stuff out? Probably. Or? I think they've given him free range at this yeah. point. I mean, that's yeah. what I Cuz he's feel. been like, so good. Yeah. Like I know a lot of And I think of the that's th- the best part yeah. too is that it's just so random because Ryan Reynolds has just reached that like plane of uh just higher <laughs> like existence in terms of being able to understand uh like what this character would do and in what uh the epitome of Deadpool. And like what the best avenue that he can he can do stuff to um, to have like you know this just be as meta as possible. He has basically Deadpool, Deadpool when you think about it, because he's Ryan Ryan Reynolds acting as the fourth person, you know, character to Deadpool. So it's crazy to think like Deadpool existed as the character that would always look at the screen, you know, when it came to comic books or anything like that. Going like, yeah, this is ridiculous. This and is ridiculous. Ryan Reynolds is doing that now. <laughs> there has definitely been some some casting um, accomplishments when it's when it's come to superhero movies. Um, with uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, you see that and you say Hugh Jackman's iteration of Wolverine is fantastic. He yeah. is a good Wolverine, and everyone when they think of Wolverine in film, they think of Hugh Jackman. Same thing with Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr iteration of tony stark is fantastic when people think of the character tony stark what comes to mind is robert Downey jr the difference here is that it's not that ryan reynolds iteration of deadpool is fantastic it's that ryan reynolds is simply just deadpool yeah it's not accustomed to who ryan reynolds is it's his voice it's his physique, but it's 100% the Deadpool character that's been in games, comments, everything. Yeah, what's really interesting, too, is I, I read this interview that he did recently, and he even mentions that. He's like, I think this is the character that I was destined to play. He's like, because I've always dealt with like anxiety and you know being shy and being judged. 
So when I act, like I put myself in a mindset where like I just don't care, right? Like I just become a different character. And he's like, I, th- I think that that has, like this has been my calling, right? Like I've been, I've been Deadpool my entire career and now like it's just getting fleshed out. Van Wilder, he's a little Deadpoolish, yeah, right? That's and that's Deadpool, the college years, yeah. you know. It, it, it is. I mean, he even has fourth wall breaks in Van Wilder, and I just love that they let him around on this sequel. Just go super meta Deadpool on all of the marketing. So the crazy thing too is I I, I was talking to somebody that hosts a morning show on Rock one oh five three, but um he saw Deadpool too. And said Deadpool 2 is absolutely incredible. And I was thinking, like, when it comes to Deadpool 2, is are you worried about how this has gone? Or do you think this is going to hit the mark just like Deadpool 1 did? Well, I think because it's a comedy, right? Like, it's it's not just a superhero movie, but it's a lot built in comedy. Yeah. Those are always so hard to hit. I think people felt the same way about Guardians. And that didn't necessarily hit or resonate the same way the first Guardians did. It's still good, but you're still... It's a lot harder to get lighthearted than uh, dramatic. Yeah, right? and, yep. and I think it also falls into certain tropes. Comedy sequels fall into tropes where if the first, com- if the first movie was known for a bit, they somehow have to do that bit again. If the formula works. It's a callback. It right. Oh, the fans of this movie are gonna be like, ah, oh, this is like they did in the first one. Twenty Two Jump Street blows that shit apart because the, they've just. They do. They take that to the woodshed. Right. I guess what, but they own that, it and they make it yeah. again. They and make I think it meta. That's, right? they that's make it the, the key here. At so that's what I, Deadpool's meta. Meta and it allows them to avoid falling flat. So we're looking at like we're looking at a, a Jump Street twenty two twenty two Jump sure. Street so rather than like a Scream two and they, or anything and like exactly. that. Exactly. And yep. and they show uh, a couple clips in the trailer. Uh, specifically, there's a scene with him and TJ Miller where they're talking about, you know, this being like the second mission that he's going on and obviously they're talking it's about good the movie. It's good plus plus. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> I guarantee you there's going to be, you know, double digit times where they're calling themselves out, right? Yeah. For rumor like, has it rumor has it he did a Disney joke too and I guess the legal team came in and was like, "Yeah, we're going to want to scrap that one." Uh, that that's not going <laughs> to go after Thanos. Right. I guarantee Lion you King? his his outtakes are probably just ridiculous, golden. Yeah, what do you think it was? Lion King, the Disney joke. Um, what do you think the Disney joke was? It's so I hard because there's so much Mermaid context. For some reason, like it's like who did he say oh, it to? It I mean, they're Beauty protecting the a franchise that is obviously Beast, coming out. Right. Yeah, um, Beauty and the Beast, maybe. I do. That's I, the thing. Every single one yeah. of their fucking they're movies working on live action. So it's like, yeah. I so also it's hard know. To I also know that they are making. Uh, he made say Taylor Swift joke, which I'm looking forward to. Oh really? Because if you're a fan of the show, you know my opinion of T Swift. Right. I, uh, then I will put she a bet sucks. that uh, T Swift dances with Deadpool in the next uh, year. <laughs> Guarantee you. Well, we know I'll there's going to be speaking of Hugh Jackman. There's definitely going to be a Hugh Jackman joke, right? Oh, 18 Hugh Jackman jokes. I hope. I hope he's in it. You think he's in it? There's no. a Goonies joke, bro. He, there what? Is. Yeah, yes. he calls him One-Eyed Willie. Yeah. He calls Cable One-Eyed Willie. Oh, Jesus. He says, so give me your best movie. shot, One-Eyed Willie. Oh, I got to see this movie now. Like, I, I can't wait. Um, and nothing makes me happier to see somebody like Ryan Reynolds encompass a character as much as this character who is so unique to a film industry, which if you listen to last week's episode, Brett is sick and tired of that he'll actually go out and see this movie. In I'm theaters. glad you're, that you're pointing that out. Yeah, like I think that a certain fan base is just looking for something new, something different, and just not necessarily formulaic, but when we want to change in what has happened for comic book movies, Deadpool is yeah, definitely... Yeah, it's like everyone's doing coke, but everyone, some people are sick of coke, so now they're doing heroin, and that's what Deadpool is. Yeah, <laughs> or exactly. Pepsi. Oh. Or Pepsi. Maybe a little Dr. Pepper, a little RC Cola. What about Dr. Action. Pib? Die, Do- Dr. Pib? Do- Diet Dr. Pib. Hey. What about some Mountain Dew Code Red? Oh, <laughs> I was going to make a terrible joke. Yeah, we're used to that. Well, thank yeah, you for I'm tuning in to this episode <laughs> of Pop Not Soda. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed it. If you miss us throughout the week, make sure that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at pop underscore not soda. Make sure that you've liked and subscribed to our Facebook page so you can get all of our updates 
and see when we have new episodes come out. And just like this episode, you can find us every Monday on iTunes Podcasts, Spotify, and popnotsoda.podbean.com. But yeah, I can't wait. I see Deadpool Friday, so I'm super excited. Mm. Gotta go to a stupid fucking wedding. <laughs> the entire weekend. Is it the Royal huh? Wedding? Uh, yes. Awesome. You tell me, Indian say Royals, up? not English Royals. Oh. This sounds so dumb, but I confused the Royal Wedding with the Red Wedding like oh. the last two weeks. So everybody's like, Could you Royal Wedding? Or? Yeah, like totally seen that. And they're like, it hasn't happened yet. And I'm like, they should get oh, George R.R. R. Martin as their wedding planner. Be a lot of dicks. 